0: Would you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, open our ears and our minds and our hearts to the word you have for each and every one of us this day. And as I, your servant, stand before you, I pray that I would decrease, that you would increase. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer last week we talked about all of the intricate detail that went into the creation of the temple and we described the God who inspired all of those plans as one who knows each and every one of those small segments and not only has a plan in place but what will raise up the artisans and the craftsmen to be able to bring all of that about. And so we find in the Word of God today from the prophet Jeremiah another understanding of how God is a master artisan as he has formed and shaped us in his own image. And we discover that if we consider all of the details that go into the construction of a building as elaborate as the temple, even more intricate is the work that must go into forming and creating a human life. When we see Jeremiah called into his work as a prophet for Israel, God echoes the words that we said today in a psalm as we opened up with our call to worship. In that psalm, we hear of a God who knit us together and who formed us from the time we were within our own mother's wounds. And so, as God is calling Jeremiah, he echoes that. He talks about being the God who, before Jeremiah was even born into this world, God had this plan for him. God knew what was going to be needed to speak to Israel as they were a wayward people, as they were turning away from God. They needed a prophet to arise within their midst and bring this word to them to call them back to faithfulness. And that's how God is going to use Jeremiah. And so Jeremiah is called into this sacred work. And as he's receiving the word of God, God tells him to go down to the potter's house. And there, in that place, God is going to give him instructions about what to do. I'm going to stop there for a moment because this is an important lesson for us here. Sometimes we think that the only place we might hear what God wants us to do is in a house of worship. Amen? But in this passage of Scripture, God is telling Jeremiah go to the potter's house go and pay attention God is sending him out into that place to have a different kind of encounter with God. And Jeremiah had been to the potter's house before he understood the work but Eugene Peterson as he writes about this this segment of the scripture he says, that as Jeremiah goes and pays attention, watches all of those details going into the creation of this vessel, he begins to understand more about who God is and how God works. As Jeremiah is told, as he's receiving the instruction at the potter's house, he goes and he sees the potter at the wheel. And the piece that he's making is flawed. Now, I don't know how many of you have ever thrown a pot before. I don't mean throw it against the wall because you're I enemy. Mean, I think that's the lingo if you're a potter and you have a wheel. But as you as the wheel is turning and the clay is in the hands of the potter, it contains it requires constant attention and manipulation, if you turn away from it for too long a moment, the whole thing can collapse. And the potter is there working at the wheel. And Jeremiah is watching this unfold. He sees that there's a flaw in that piece that's being made. And so the potter doesn't allow it to stay that way. He keeps molding it. He keeps shaping it. He keeps doing all of the work. And he's working again and again, getting his hands into it, probably adding some water, adjusting how quickly the wheel is turning, all of those things. And the Lord's word comes to Jeremiah there. It says, House of Israel, can't I deal with you like this potter declares the Lord? Like clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my house of Israel. And he is saying that at any time, he can take what he's created and lift it up and break it and shatter it or start over again. God is able to do that because he's a master at what he does. And as we consider this work, here's what we recognize about our Lord. He's not finished with this work on the wheel. God is not finished with this work. He is bringing about in the world. He is still shaping and forming and and manipulating all the work that's going into creating this new thing that God wants to. God is needing. And pushing and pulling. Now, I don't know how many of you have ever been needed and pushed and pulled and prodded. And sometimes we don't want to be shaped, amen? We want to be left alone. Because for us, it's easier to have a God who is far off and doesn't pay attention until we call for him to come and help us. When we, when we want God to be there at our beck and call. No, we don't want God to be inserted into everything that we are and everything that we do. But the God we serve is one who has created us, each and every one of us uniquely, to serve and to be of service to God's kingdom. And Now, when I brought up vessels for the children... I want you to take notice of them, because even though they look kind of similar, they're kind of the same materials, they're made of the same sort of hues, but they're completely different. They hold different purposes within the church and within our worship. And the same is true for each and every one of us. The potter who has made us forms every one of us in a unique and different way. We all have different gifts and graces and skills that God wants to use in in his kingdom. We have to recognize that as that potter might make some of us into bowls and some of us into into pitchers, some of us into ash picks, some of us into platters and plates. It is God, the potter, who has that plan for how we are to be used in the kingdom. God's not finished. I think about our graduates and how many different paths seem to lay out in front of each and every one of them. And as yesterday was our wedding anniversary, I was reflecting about where I was when I started dating Pastor John in my last year of college, and all the hopes and dreams and plans I had in place that he just ruined. (laughs) Because the, the very week I met him already interviewed going to the Peace Corps. I had all these plans. I was going to go off to Africa for a couple of years and I was just so excited about that. And then this guy comes into my life. And I, I can't imagine how different my life would have been if I had followed on all of those paths I had laid out for myself so intricately. But I think about all of the blessings that have come because I stopped and I paid attention when my potter, when God said, that's not what I want for you right now. I'm molding and shaping you to do a different work. You have this idea, but let me throw a little water on that and shape it this way because it's going to look completely different. And you can't even imagine how this is going to end that's how God works God takes all of this material that we bring and never takes his hands off of it even though we might turn, we might try to resist we might fight against it when we let this capable potter take us into his hands that is when the beauty really begins to emerge So all of you, not just her graduates, but each and every one of us here, all of us, God is still working at that wheel and bringing something beautiful out of each and every one of us. God's not finished yet. As we look at this scripture, one of the saddest things that happens is that the people don't listen to Jeremiah. When he is telling them to turn back to God, when he is saying, this is our purpose, he's the one who has all of the best in mind for us, and they say instead, let's unite against Jeremiah, he's saying all of these words to turn them back to God, and they're saying about this, it's hopeless, our circumstances, and God is against us. And they're going to have to experience exile, and they're going to have to experience being carried off into Babylon and being God still isn't finished with even Israel and story. even when they turn away. That's right. But this God who is shaking us, God taking God's hands off of us, even for a moment, God is still at work in this world. Beautiful. So my prayer for each of us this day is that we'll pay attention. That when God says, "Go and look for, and look for," to the instructions that I'm going to give you on this new job site, or God says Go to this school and take this class. And listen to what you can learn about me there. When God says, go and work in this field that I have laid out for my mission. When God says, go and care for this neighbor of yours that you know is on your heart. When God says, get up and... That's our master potter. The shape that God wants us to be. And may all of us experience this power of these hands upon our very lives as we are molded and shaped into the beautiful image of our Creator in order to serve God's kingdom with all that we are here now and for eternity. Thanks be to our Lord. Amen. Now I invite you to join with me in our response, which is a creed.